I'm Zach. I'm Riff. I'm Jim. And I'm Kevin. And it's time for episode number 271. One? A Video Games Hot Dog, a podcast about video games that we do here in San Francisco and Portland, respectively. How you doing, Riff? I'm doing all right. How are you? Are you are you blanketed in snow? It's pretty snowy outside. Are you going on a ski thing? I'm, 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 I'm not going on a ski. I saw okay. some pretty cute videos of some uh, some animals at the Portland Zoo just like... Dead? Not knowing what the <laughs> fuck to do yeah. in this. No, not dead. <laughs> Jesus, Riff. Just, what is? Just how frozen? does cute did, work in your brain? Just, just hey, a... Portland. Did your zookeeper have any animals that lived? <laughs> <laughs> Were they cute? But there was like a polar bear getting to like actually fuck around in snow for the first time in his life, probably. And yeah. that's sad, right? Yeah. But I mean, how do you know that they showed you that picture of that and not just a blank white <laughs> image, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. <clears throat> Is that was there a was it a joke or was that just a brain teaser about the like walking one mile east north and then west and being back where you started what color, what color is the bear or something like that? That yeah, does kind of sound I remember familiar, that. yeah. I don't I think it might have, maybe it was south. It was south. No, south and then no, east and no then north, north. Pole, right? So there is no North Pole. Well, You're right. Like North Pole isn't over land. It's it's just it's a conspiracy made up by the <laughs> Chinese to harm <laughs> our business industries. Uh, yeah, to trick all our North Pole <clears throat> investigators into dying. Um, There's no d- bears on Antarctica. Is my question, I guess. Right. So there are no bears at the North Pole. Is your well, no, there, because there there's are no bears land. At the North Pole, but there's no land at the North. Well, are, there, are there are they hippocampuses? No, they're like there you know are, those water bears. There are plenty. <laughs> are they tardigrades? Of, uh, of polar bears at in the area surrounding the North Pole, but I don't. I, is does the North Pole have like it, is it over land? Well, not anymore. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> the oh man, thanks, Obama is going to get a lot funnier over the next few years. Are there <laughs> bears at the magnetic North Pole? And are they magnetic bears? I think okay. they'd have to be. Are they like those wo- Otherwise like they'd a, be repelled. Like a woolly willy, except it's a bear. <laughs> uh, I, so I don't think there are any bears that are just living on ice. There's no actual biome for ice because you can't grow plants there. But they eat fish. Yeah, bears don't eat plants. Oh, good point. They can eat anything except their own liver because <laughs> then they would die. <laughs> do, do, I mean, it's true. You can't... If, if you are like... <clears throat> Trapped in the the frigid uh, tundras, uh, and I survive do, a bear attack. Do not eat uh, a polar bear liver because it will kill you. You will get a fatal dose of vitamin D. A. Wow. Is it A? I'm pretty sure it's A. I think you I've heard that. A fatal <laughs> dose of vitamin D. <laughs> is is D the one that you get from the sun? Yes. 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 Or polar bear liver. <laughs> is it because the polar bears are just out in the sun all the time? Yeah. Too much sun. You, you, what you die of is skin cancer. <laughs> Okay. From too sun, much sunlight. Yeah, too much sun inhalation. What is the deficiency that vitamin A prevents? Is it Rick? Uh, being uh, cool, being a pa- being pasty. Okay. Hmm. Coolness. Yeah, because of Fonzie. So, uh, Fo- oh. Fonzie. Fonzie has a lot of vitamin A. Oh, he has a lot of vitamin A. Wow! wow <laughs> I gotcha. Jesus. Mm. Uh, so what's been what's been going on in our lives this week, gentlemen? Uh, Riff is in the snow. Yeah, I've done nothing that has not been at least some way video game related. Wow, you haven't even yeah. gone out to like frolic in the snow. Uh, it's it's 
I mean, I like the cold, but it's really cold out there. <laughs> yeah, but snow is fun. You haven't made a snowball and thrown it at a at a peppy neighborhood youth. <laughs> what? Peppy? You're thinking of Pepe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, assuming it's all still there, the next time I have to leave to get groceries, I'll 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 see if there are any peppy neighborhood youths around. Grab a snowball and hurl it at a swastika frog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should enjoy the snow while you have it, Riff. You never know when it's going to happen again. That's true. Put some in the freezer for later. Mm. Yeah, at, like being able to pull out a snowball in July is pretty uh, pretty amazing. baller. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, that was an accident, guys. I'm funny even when I'm not trying. That's a snowballer move. Our friend Jacob uh, sent us a recipe for a cocktail that he was drinking that involved some whiskey and some maple syrup and some snow. Hmm. Looked like a lot of trouble relative to just drinking a glass of whiskey. <laughs> or a glass of maple syrup. Also, there's syrup. no snow here. There's, yeah, an entire bottle of maple syrup uh, how to long, impress the other how deputies. How deep does the snow have to be before it's safe to eat? Uh, there's That's a trick question. It's always safe to eat. No. Because, like, the first snow that falls is, like, binding to all the, like, garbage particles in the air. No, it's binding to all the vitamins in the air, Kevin. <laughs> vitamin X. Vitamin H. Vitamin O. Yeah, that's helium. Oxygen. Vitamin, <laughs> vitamin CO2. Yeah. <laughs> Our Patreon backers. Yeah, vitamin O. <laughs> um, it has been... San Francisco is literally inside a toilet, weather-wise. It is like a toilet is being flushed on your face. It's raining every second. I heard it it described as uh, an atmospheric river, and I don't know if that was a joke or if that's actual, like, meteorologist terms. Did you say urologist or meteorologist? Meteorologist. A meteorologist, yeah. (laughs) When when a urologist gets gets to a certain thickness, he starts referring to everything as a river. That makes sense. Um. It, yeah, no, it's awful, and transit has just, like, collapsed underneath the weight of the water. If you try you've to get... Had, you've had particularly bad Yeah, water. if you try to get anywhere when anybody else is trying to get anywhere, it turns out that everybody else is trying to get anywhere at the same time. I have never, ever seen a BART station as crowded as it was when I tried to get home the day before yesterday from the office at, like, 6.30 p.m. It was just elbow-to-elbow people on the entire platform to the point where I was like... I don't feel like I would be safe if I got close to the edge here because of the number of people that were there. And then a train arrived that was too full for anyone at the station to get onto the train and then left. And then I... Did anybody get off that train? Nope. So what, They just wanted to make work? sure they say... They, I'm sure some of them were going there, but they didn't want to give up their spot in the train. It was so cushy. <laughs> it's a cool, cool spot on the train. Uh, yeah, anyway. So I just was like, well, I'm not going home for a couple of hours. Did they, like, leave yeah. the station? Yeah, I left and just, like, killed some time at the cigar well, lounge. Things are definitely better than that in the East Bay. But, yeah, like, I, my understanding is that a couple of... At least one line got shut down by the rain. Yep. Also, uh, like a few days before that, a line got shut down because there was a guy that fell into the track and like got crushed between the wall and the train. Oh, yes. And I have no idea if he survived or not, but that, man. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that, that uh, there's a giant sequoia that was one of the ones that they had like t- dug a tunnel through for cars to drive through that yeah. collapsed in the storms? Yeah, I heard about that. I think there are a lot of those, and everybody assumes that it's the, that A, all the pictures that they've seen have been the same one and be that this is the one. 
That makes sense. That, that, uh, that was my understanding. I don't know yeah. that there's a lot. There's there's definitely more than one, but I, I think there's only a handful of them because there's not that many giant sequoias. Well, we've been to one, and this have, was not that, that one. grew over a road. I mean, that just doesn't yeah. – <laughs> the odds of that are so low. <laughs> yeah. The odds of a thousand-year-old tree growing over yeah, an interstate. The roots have yeah. to be either going fast enough that they clip through the, uh, through the, the asphalt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's trees down all over yeah. San Francisco. There was uh, all the palm trees. I was walking down Mission, and like, just the, the sidewalks were just littered with broken off bits of palm. Man, fuck palm trees. Yeah, they're kind For of real. They're the garbage. worst thing. They're, they're not even trees. They're just bundles of grass. Yep. Big, shitty, tall, like, telephone pole-ass looking garbage <laughs> that just sheds sharp garbage every once in a while when there's a weather disaster. <laughs> right. they, they're ugly, and they suck. And they're immigrants. They need to go. Yeah. Wow. Go back to the islands. Stupid palm trees. They're an invasive species, man. So, so is the eucalyptus. Though. I know. Yeah, eucalyptus sucks, too. It smells nice. When you burn it, it smells terrible. It's okay. Like, it's like taking a bath in molten halls. <laughs> molten halls was my favorite World of Warcraft dungeon. <laughs> um, I, I just read a study that said that you can get Republicans to care more about global warming if you frame it as like, wouldn't it be better if Earth was the way it used to be? <laughs> Make the climate great again? And I wow. think I think you could get more Democrats to want to get rid of immigrants if you frame them as an invasive species. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, look at what look at what all these Mexicans are doing to the environment by being humans soil. and having carbon footprints. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Not to mention their carbonite footprints when they're like, captured by bounty hunters. Han Solo had kind of a rectangular carbonite footprint. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't have to be like that, though. Also, here's the thing that I never understood about Han Solo when he was frozen in carbonite. Were those, like, computers and shit that were also, attached to the carbonite? Did that just form inside the machine? Uh, or did I, they embed I kind of them? assumed it was like a frame that they put him in as they were freezing him or something. But you couldn't see it. You saw him like Bleh! as he was being lowered down into the thing, and there wasn't like a there wasn't like a frame of computers around him. Well, no, but I mean, it, presumably it was, it was down in the pit, and they stuck him in there. Also, how long could you live inside that? Do you think? Like, could they have like inside the carbonite? Yeah, I got the impression that he was in stasis. Yeah, yeah. That's what but I then thought. there's like. But then there's, like, computers that are, like, showing his vital signs and stuff. Like, they're checking the blinking lights on the side of that thing oh. yeah. to, to say, up. Oh, he's definitely still alive and in a deep carbon sleep. But, like, what does that mean? Is that, like, could you just... Well, it's, it doesn't mean anything. This is not really sci-fi, Zach. But... Do you think if he wanted to travel... Yeah, I'm, he I'm sorry. He I didn't mean to ruin it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, man, was it you that retweeted that thing about... Fuck, what is it called? Fordite? The the gems oh, yes. oh, yeah, the, from cut layers Detroit of Detroit Agate. Detroit Agate or Fordite. Yeah. 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 What is that? It is gemstones that are made out of chunks of like layers and layers of paint. Of auto paint. Like glossy auto paint. So they're like these crazy jawbreaker looking gemstones okay. that they make from like just when they clean up they clean all the paint off of stuff at an auto factory huh they polish it, it looks pretty good I it looks it. like a gem yeah okay. it does and it's cool and the story is cool and how it got there is cool and it's cool it's a cool it's, story it's a cool thing <laughs> jim likes it jim agrees yeah yeah i tweeted about it i know that's probably how i found out about it it could be 
I follow your Twitter. Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty big on Twitter. Check out my cloud score. Nice. What's your cloud score? I, I have no idea. I don't. I never registered. What's with, your? What was the, oh clout, clout score? I thought you said cloud score. No, yeah, yeah, I remember. Clout I remember score. clout. Nobody cares about cloud score anymore. I I bet I could clean up if I were the one person who cared about cloud score again. Oh, I thought you were going to say I bet no one ever cared about cloud score. No, people definitely cared cared about clout. <laughs> I, this is usually where I try to think of like, what have I done that's not related to work that I can talk about, but I can talk about work now. Yeah, you can talk about anything that you do because you don't work anymore. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, I, I recently tweeted about how if I had paid everybody what their time was worth, the Frog Fractions 2 budget for the game and the ARG together would probably have been about $750,000. Yeah, and I'm sure people were very understanding and probably agreed with you that that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got I got a lot like almost everybody I think who follows me has, has a better understanding of this than your average person. That's probably true. So like it was mostly people like there were a lot of developers who chimed in about how um, yeah like uh, for example Thimbleweed Park Ron Gilbert was saying that the Thimbleweed Park budget would be three million dollars and I was thinking about this um, something like Grow Home which was made by what Ubisoft. Uh, I'm I'm betting that game cost about a million dollars to make. Um, just looking at like the size of the the team and how long it probably took to make it, and I I bet like that same game made by an actual indie team who were like really trying to to trim the fat and and um would probably have been like two hundred thousand yeah. dollars and it probably would have ended up being a better game because. They would have. Um, well, you wouldn't do it unless you really, really cared about it. Exactly. Like, you would not waste right. your time. Doing yeah, that like unless you really, really believed in it. Right, and you would, you would probably like say, "No, we need the additional six months to make this really great and make it happen somehow." Uh, whereas, like at Ubisoft, that an additional six months is probably another five hundred thousand dollars or whatever. I mean, it used to be that, like, if you if you were just hiring people and you didn't have someone who was, like, committing their time because they believed in a project, a million dollars was 10 people for one year. Mm -hmm. And that was not in the Bay Area, and that was also 15 years ago. Right. So. That's still probably something close to reasonable, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, a million dollars sounds like a lot of money, but people don't understand how much work it takes to make video games. Yep. Like the, the weird combination of it being like a work of art and also a software product. Yeah. Well, and also like I, an interesting, like, so, so doom probably took about a million dollars to make that team size and they were making it for about a year. But before that, like very shortly before that id software was in this position where they were making, a game a month. Um, and that was like with two teams of like an artist and a programmer each, each taking two months to make a game. And so they would, they would all alternate and each release a game on the even and odd months. And this was like commander keen sequels and yeah, yeah. Things like that. But uh, even commander keen, I think was a bigger game than that. I could be wrong. Um, and the difference being that, the, those games, like, some of them were pretty bad. Like, they, they, Commander, it, it so I was saying that Commander Keen is probably taking, t- took longer than that, but it's also very possible that, like, Commander Keen 
was just the one where they lucked out and lucked into a really good design on their first try. Because every one of those games, if you make a game in two months, it's going to be your first try. There's no time for prototyping. Right. And so, like, that's, a, that's I guess that's one way to, proto- to, to like, to, um, when you're making a game nowadays, you spend so much time in production that you also want to be spending, like, maybe six months or a year prototyping to make sure what you're making is worthwhile. But back then, like, it's also pretty feasible to just, like, no, just make a game, and you're going to make another game in a couple of months, and one of them's going to be great. Yep. We should play some of those games. As an assignment, we should play every id game. I would be down for, like, a Dangerous Dave in the Haunted Mansion, whatever that was called. There was a... um Dangerous Dave in Pirates of, of the Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> Dangerous Dave was, like, John Car... No, John, not Carmack. John uh, Romero's, like recurring character that he made all of his games about um there was a dangerous dave game that was ported to ios recently that like it was called mega man 4 <laughs> and i've heard that it was terrible <laughs> um and like i'm i'm almost certain that like whoever did that port put more time into it than the original developers put into the original game what kind of game is dangerous dave Oh, uh, like a puzzle platformer kind of a thing. Hmm. I, I think it was, um, at least the one I'm thinking of was a puzzle platformer kind of a thing. It, it could also be like an action platformer kind of thing. I think Dangerous Dave in the Haunted Mansion is more of a Castlevania-esque kind of a shoot the monsters, sort of, sort of shoot the zombies as they come up to you sort of a thing. Yeah, their puzzle chops tended to be along the, like, the red key opens the red door. Yeah, yeah, but, um... Wow, that's that's some really good intuition there. That you, what if it didn't though? Yeah, <laughs> that's I never thought about that. Why did I in text world? Why did all the doors match the key colors? <laughs> Only because you're not evil. <laughs> but I am though. <laughs> that's the that's exactly the sort of thing I would do. You should have made it so that any key would open any door, but depending on the color of key and the color of door, it would take you to different places. That's a good idea, too. Yeah, instead of just doing one minigame per door, you could have done one minigame per door per key. Yeah. Just yeah. variations on them. And then they, yeah. they, so they would take on the flavors of the door, or the game that the key was the color of, right? This would just be like my way of, um, if you're colorblind, I'm there for you, buddy. This I'm making everybody else's life miserable, but it's all the same to you. <laughs> yeah, I had no issues with Rock Corrections 2. As a result of my color deficiency. Okay, good. Well, like, I know Jeff Gerstmann talked about not knowing which one was the orange key. Oh, I never could tell what color any of the keys were, but it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't important. I mean, right. like, because the world was small enough that I just, like, tried to open a door, and if I, you know, if yeah. it didn't open, it was because I didn't have the key yet. Yeah. But it was like, I knew probably where it was going to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It. I wasn't worried too much about that. But, yeah, that's... uh. Mm. Oh, and Dangerous Dave was also the character that they used in their um prototype the prototype they sent Nintendo of their port of Super Mario Brothers 3. Mm. I forgot that that was a thing that they did. Yeah, they they ported like I think for the first two levels. It's pretty impressive at the time. Cuz they had sort of invented full screen scrolling on on low end PCs. Right. Right. Yeah, like that, that was, was like the- that was like Carmack's first giant that, breakthrough. That was the, that was the big deal, yeah. Yeah. Before that, it was just all 
Hard Hat Harry and Manic Miner and Load Runner, where there was never any scrolling. Or things like um, Duke Nukem, which scrolled, but at like, in like eight pixel chunks. Right. Well, Kevin, have you done anything that isn't video games, or should we just start talking about video games? Nothing in particular. I've watched a fair bit of, uh, of TV and movies, but that's... Anything good? Anything you can recommend to our Patreon backers? I went and saw Fences, which was very very good and very well acted, but it was also very sad. Um, that's kind of the depressing. Denzel Washington as old, angry black man? Yes. Viola Davis, both of them, both of them were phenomenal. Um, and I I rewatched uh, Sensate, which was the Wachowskis' latest TV series, or the only TV series, I guess. You rewatched the whole thing? Yeah, because they had a they have a Christmas special, and I did not remember basically anything that had happened in that show. And it's only like twelve episodes. Is it so. good? Um, it's it's much better the second time through. Like already hmm. sort of already knowing the sort of the the metaphysics of mm-hmm. the world yeah like getting to see because the first time we were watching we were like what is happening and we're very confused uh for the first couple of episodes which it, it was intentional like that's what they wanted people to feel so it was not like i felt dumb or anything but uh but then just knowing everything that was happening like you get to pick up on like very early on they're like saying important stuff yeah i think it's meant to be sort of taken apart and rewatched that kind of thing so we have not yet watched the Christmas special, but we'll probably do that tomorrow. Uh, I've been prepping for the mystery hunt, which is happening this weekend. Oh, cool. Um, looking forward to that. Polishing oh, up your pint. brains. Yep. Yeah, I, he has uh, been polishing his brains all day. Yep. I said, Kevin, don't do that at the office. Jeez. <laughs> Puzzle Pint was fun this yeah. time. And Even if, in like, the garbage, shitty weather. Yeah, it was really well attended. They're, they've undergone a sort of a new world order and declared that the puzzles should be easier hmm. to be less alienating to, like, random people who might say, hey, what are you guys doing? Oh, it's this puzzle event. And then you hand them some, like, mystery hunt garbage that they're like, well, fuck nerds forever. <laughs> um, I guess they wanted that to stop happening. Yeah. Didn't work. <laughs> people still hate nerds. Yeah, they do. They still give us a wedgie on the way out of the bar. Every- Everybody at the bar, like no, they really did. Yeah, got into it. There were a bunch of people that were not there for the event, and almost all of them picked up a puzzle set and did it and like finished it. That is cool. Yeah, like it would also be cool if like they could have another set of puzzles that were harder for sure. people who were into that sort of thing. Yeah, there's definitely. Uh, I, I think what ends up happening is the people that are that want hardcore puzzles just stop coming to Puzzle Pint. Okay. Yeah. Like there are there are a handful of events for them every year, anyway. So. This is meant and there's to also the internet. Sure. Which is kind of a puzzle. Yeah. You got itself. You know, you get porn if you solve it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jim, did you play any video games this year? I played uh, uh, the sequel to Hidden My Game by Mom came out, yeah. which is great. Yeah, it did. Yep. Did uh, we all play this? I have not yet played it. Ah, you ah. son of a bitch. Sorry. No, it's it's... It's cool. Like, it, although it is hard to talk about without spoiling everything. Like, yeah, yeah you, the things you, that are funny about it are. If you played the, f- yeah, no. So it's a it's a hidden object game. 
uh, where you're trying to find your DS that your mom hid and she hides them in increasingly ridiculous places and you have to do increasingly ridiculous things to... Does it pick up where the ridiculousness left off in the first one? It eases it... into it a little bit, but it's it's yeah. pretty weird right out of the gate. Yeah, well, I mean, okay. it, but it doesn't get much weirder than the first one did. Okay. Yeah, I would. I I kind of I kind of preferred the first one just because the first one is more surprising, and the second one is just if you've played the first one, the second one is just more of that. But there there were definitely some things where like it's it it gets it kind of breaks down by how far out of how weird it gets okay. in that, like, you're doing things like, here's one where you have to arrange the Beatles on the Abbey Road album cover. Okay. And... Because they were, like, out of order before? Well, you just, you find the Beatles sitting, hi- hiding around the room. As inventory items. Okay. Yeah. And then... I, I had no idea, and I just happened to get it right on the first try. Okay. Yeah, I had to take a Yeah, you have tries. to get the... You have to get them in the order that they were on the album cover. If, yeah. if you don't, just, if you don't get it right the first time, it, it, it gives you X's and O's to mark which ones you had right. Yeah. So it, yeah, it no, only it's, takes it's a not few like tries. mastermind style. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, like, some of that stuff is a little bit too abstract to really work, but it's still really funny and just a delight all the way through. And it takes yeah. like an hour. It uh, has unavoidable video ads. Yeah, those uh-huh. are real bad. That stuff's a bummer. Yep. And there is no justification this time in gameplay. Yeah. Like, in the yeah. first game, there was, like, this really neat little puzzle that kind of required there to be ads. Um, and nothing like that this time around. And it's just a bummer that you can't, you know, give them a buck to get rid of the ads. Yeah. Real shitty ads, too. Like, yeah. good, good going guaranteeing I'm never going to play that game. Those yeah. those guys. <laughs> Ugh. I mean, I don't mind an ad that is a game if the game actually convinces me to play the game in the ad, I guess, but they're not good. None of these are very good. Yeah. The one was like, ah, play, you know, Puzzle Bobble. Although, really, what the world thinks of that as is snood. <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably not anymore. I bet there's a new game made by King that is oh right the world's new name for that Penguin Pop Panda or Panda Pop. Pop. Is that what kind of game Panda Pop is? Yeah, and there's also the there's an Angry Birds popping game mm-hmm. that might be popular. Popular or Pandap Op. <laughs> yeah, I remember in like 2005 being pretty angry. About Snood being so popular. Angry? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was like in my mid twenties. <laughs> when all the anger like, happens. Yeah, you know. it's a bad. It's a bad game. It, it's a bad piece of software. The art is really terrible. Yeah, oh, and Snood it's just a garbage. It's just a ripoff of an existing an existing game that game was pretty good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Like. But wasn't like, it free or something? No, it, no, was, it, it, was, it was just it was, like it, was it happened to be. Shareware, yeah. Okay. Like it just happened to like grab the zeitgeist. It was of on like every computer. Mom's yeah, playing. That's that was the yeah. That was the advantage of it. If I wanted to play a, a puzzle bubble game, that was the one I had available to play. 
I mean, I so my experience of it was I saw it on the computer of every woman that I knew, and that was it, mm. which was which was weird. I mean, so I guess maybe part of it was well, what if I was like, oh, okay, well, fuck, girls aren't allowed to play video games, and it makes me <laughs> mad that they are. I, or I want to decide what video games these women should play because I know what's good in video games. Yeah, and you're, they playing, clearly, you're playing the wrong they game, lady. Clearly, don't. Yeah, which I mean, that's that's shitty. Check but out I, Puzzle Loop. But I still feel like Snoot is bad. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, maybe the art is like secretly good somehow in, in ways that charming we mm. don't perceive. Yeah. It seemed real. I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to shit on programmer art, certainly, <laughs> but like, yeah. <laughs> was Bejeweled the first match three, or were there was that a ripoff of some earlier mechanic somewhere? There was definitely before there was before that there was Tetris Attack columns. Yeah, columns is slightly different though, yeah. right? Because that not one still exactly had like this. pieces falling in from the top. Um. Was Tetris Attack one where you, like, actually swapped pieces on an existing board that refilled? Yeah. What about Hattress? Yeah, oh, man. I, I never was just going to mention that. Somebody mentioned that Hattress on Twitter the other day. Yeah. What is Hattress? It has hats. It's like Tet- It's is actually it- made by Alexei Pashitnov. It has hats that fall onto people's heads. Okay. They're different kinds of hats. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you do with them. They're of different... I think you match them. Yeah, you match... They're of mm. different heights and uh, hats of the same same type uh stack properly on top of each other but hats of different height uh, different different hats do not stack properly if you try and stack a baseball cap on top of a wizard hat it does not go all the way down because that's a wizard hat <laughs> and the goal is just to collect stacks of five of the same hat upon which they disappear it's sort of like clacks except without horizontal or diagonal stacks okay it would be interesting to see um um match three that like took advantage so there was one that i forget the name of that had you matching poker hands and so you could play it like uh like a regular match three where you're just matching like three Mm. of the same thing but you could also do more elaborate like you could do a straight flush as well well, things cool. like that and all the different poker hands. It was it was cool. And it would be interesting to see like what other things like patterns that are complicated but like al- enough people have internalized that you could do a meaningful match out of them like the periodic table of elements or something like that. Like do you think a lot of people have that internalized? I think s- that mm. I think enough people do that like people would play a joke version of that on the web. Yeah. It would probably make the rounds in the scientific community. Wish there was some sort of platform that just ran on any web browser. Yeah. If only that was like pretty well tuned for games and easy to develop on. And yeah, wasn't like if it was just really easy to like perform actions in its scripts, <laughs> and it would load it would load really fast, like in a in a flash. Yeah. <laughs> um. And it was like structurally simple, like an Adobe building. <laughs> Wait, it's not Adobe, right? It's Macromedia. Well, or... it was Macromedia at first. Okay, it was Adobe later, though. Yeah. It yeah. Was. Okay. All right. Uh, well, the okay. Jo- joke works. It's joke good. worked. All right. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to come with the Macromedia equivalent of that joke. Mm-hmm. 
macrame. You gotta, gotta look <laughs> no, really no. like look, look at that huge photograph. Yeah, it's like it's like some sort of macro media. Yeah, there you go. Is it is it Chuck Close that does the like giant portraits, like twenty feet tall, but they're like super close up, like photo enlargement kind of things? Mm, I think you're thinking of Chuck Far Away. Chuck Far Away. Kevin, when you Google things on your telephone Everyone that we're using to talk to Riff, everybody gets a bunch of static in their ears. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> Is that all you played? Hidden My Game by Mom 2? Um, I'm trying to think of other games. I'll, I'll, I'll just interrupt you if I think, think of something else. I spent a couple of hours playing The Witcher 3. Oh, yeah. I finally, I finally was like, I'm real busy making this video game and have no spare time. I should take up a thousands of hours long Western RPG. Um, I think that I'm enjoying oh, it and going to keep totally lost you. playing oh. it. Oh, no. Well, Kevin touched his phone, so that's... Can you hear us riff? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, I think everybody knows what The Witcher 3 is. It's like a huge budget sprawling western rpg where you're growled <laughs> and is it just uh, is it more skyrim kind of sort of it's way well the, the it's the, disappointingly more story heavy the, than the skyrim. big difference is that skyrim has like a cipher of a protagonist and Geralt is a very specific person yeah okay. a very defined character based and on a, so i mean that's based more, on a like it's based on a series of novels thing. that's more jrpg e actually i guess but gameplay wise it's it's like open world yeah um and it's it's third person which i hate but i'm sort of getting used to like just the number of tries that it takes to walk up to a fucking treasure chest to get the loot prompt to pop up is still greater than one a lot of the time which well, i don't like why why was that easier in like world of warcraft because world, world, world of warcraft it they fake a lot of the character animation on the players like if you are running in world of warcraft your character stops the instant you take your finger off the key which i feel is like what should fucking happen and, and when you're running in and i'm surprised that you didn't feel this way about like uncharted or whatever in like a modern over-the-shoulder third-person game, when you are running and let off the controller, your character stops at the end of his stride. Like, he continues playing the walking animation and stops. Huh. Like, World of Warcraft is just... It's it's so cartoonish that you don't notice. But, like, you can rotate in place, and I think now in World of Warcraft, your feet sort of shuffle to catch up with it, but they didn't used to. It used to just... You used to just spin with your feet sliding around, and you just can't. I mean, I guess you can by moving the camera around in this, but I mean, it's like basically why I couldn't play Dragon Age. And what was the other one that, oh, like Red Dead Redemption. Like, I just can't fucking get through a door in that game, so I could just never play it. The level of fidelity of like Vice City, real easy to move around, but yeah, it's just, Maybe it's, you need it's a just a person to tell you how to get through things. Yeah. It's just. It's just a vocabulary thing, and I'm sure that I would get used to it if I played enough games like that, but, you know. Are you playing this with a mouse and keyboard? Yeah, which is fine. It's, like, it seems pretty well suited to it. Like, this feels like it was developed as a PC game first. Yeah, probably. The inventory is like a grid of tiny icons, right. which is not like a console game. No, that was kind of pretty bad on like. the PS4. Yeah. Pretty um, bad interface. Have you played much of it? 
I probably not much more than the like you said a couple of hours. Yeah, I, that's probably about how far I got. I'm going around to points of interest on the map, and there's treasure, and there's some dudes to kill, and some like I'm losing fights because it's kind of hard. So that's good. Like the fights have stakes in a way that they don't often. Like the first few sort of like just mook fights in a in an RPG often. Don't. Yeah, that's another difference between this and Skyrim is that it's actually can the combat can get difficult. I've lost fights in Skyrim before. Usually yeah. only against like bosses or things that are designed Dragons. to. I mean, because like in Skyrim, everything just scales, and I th- I don't know how that works in The Witcher. Hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know either. I don't know if you just like don't get like I in those two hours, I have not yet leveled up once. Hmm. So have you slept? Uh, no, the the experience bar just isn't all the way from one to two. Okay. Um, so I don't know what it means to level up in that game. Like, I don't know what any of my stats are or anything. Like, I just haven't needed to care about hmm. it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It seems like something that I want to keep messing with. It's I could not get into the first one at all because I found the combat to just be bewildering and uh, they, they seem to have like this is like the mass effect 2 of the witcher series where they've yeah they finally just made it like it's basically like batman arkham asylum combat it, it's definitely clearer but there's still like things that i wasn't understanding about what i was like the 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 quick use items i never really quite internalized how it's picking those or like how i switch them around things like that yeah you've got those like spells that you can cast like there's like runes that you can invoke at times. And I don't really know which like bar that's using. If it's using a bar, like yeah. I don't super understand. Yeah. I, I get the, the impression. Elements and, I get the impression that this is like nicer than the previous Witcher games, but still like pretty abstruse. Um, starts out with some boobs, sure. like just right out the gate. And also a pretty nice, like, Implied crotch shot of Geralt himself. Implied crotch? Well, you can't actually see his crotch. He's in a bath. But, like, his feet are, like, splayed yeah. on either side of the camera. It's definitely, like, the the very opening scene is like, oh, am I going to deliver a baby that Geralt is about to have in this bathtub? Because this is what we're set up for here. And, I, and one thing I really love, there's a, I forget which which news site it is, but there's a news site that uses that image for every Witcher story <laughs> and they always get comments like stop using this picture I don't want to see this it's just like when Paul Rudd has a clip on Conan O'Brien he just always plays the kid in the wheelchair falling off the cliff in Mac and Me <laughs> I didn't and know that about Paul Rudd it's That's funny good. To, it's funny to watch the compilations of them but it involves watching the scene of the kid in the wheelchair falling off the cliff and Mac and me a bunch of times yeah. to do it and it's yeah. really So anyway, in closing, The Witcher 3, Paul Rudd rules. <laughs> um, I think that might be all that I play. I mean, I, I I think that we have pretty seriously established that no one wants to hear about Hearthstone anymore. <laughs> I really liked their uh, tavern brawl last week, to be fair. There was a weird, crazy thing, like a, a genuinely novel thing where there was a sort of a Diablo 3 tie-in in in the Tavern Brawl where you're fighting against this opponent that has three secrets in play and they're weird. They're not like any of the other secrets that happen in Hearthstone. And if you reveal all of them, 
they turn into the cow king and get a new deck and then you play a second game against them in the secret cow level um or if you yeah the way they become the cow king is a result of a minion that spawns when you defeat all of the all of the when you unveil all of the secrets and if you can steal that minion before the beginning of the next turn then you become the cow king and get to play with that deck which is boring right it's just it's it's just like 30 copies of the same monster there's a bunch bunch of oh oh are there oh oh well it just also has a bunch of cows. It was neat to see them do something novel with it. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Um, what what we need to do is Riff and I need to get into another Bloodborne. Or like, are they making a sequel <laughs> yeah. to that? And then right. we can use that to justify more Hearthstone. But just talk. you and Riff talk about that in the left channel, and Kevin and I talk about Hearthstone in the right channel. Yeah, I think that would be the ideal podcast. Or you guys could take up Hearthstone, but you could talk about like the really early game, and Zach and I could talk about having played it for a year or two, yeah. and then uh, and we could do that in two different channels. Okay. I, <laughs> Riff, well, I don't understand why you don't. Uh, I like just it. I just couldn't get into it. I the cards. Uh, thank God you don't like it, Riff. The the cards would be a disaster. And the things that the cards do did not have enough synergy with each other to make deck building interesting to me. I think that's just because you build decks like a baby, <laughs> or like, or what, the what cards opposite. Taste best together. Yeah. yeah, you're like, what card is the most like my binky, and which card is the most like my boom boom. I don't know what your boom boom is, Riff. Uh, yeah, this is I, this uh, is your words. I, I <laughs> your binky is, I'm assuming, your pacifier. Um, not blanky. That's a blanky. That's a blanket. Okay. Blanky and binky are two different things. Oh, okay. I just I assumed that one was just a, a mispronunciation of the other. Riff, what do you think your boom boom is? <laughs> <laughs> I I hesitate to guess. <laughs> I assume it's like a swinging partner, a swing partner. Yes, or swing. like I've like in dancing a, or yeah, in I've like weird either, either old people sex. That's... Either one, yeah. What? Yeah, like on Ally McBeal, there was that dancing baby that was oh, so yeah okay. That was so talented. That was so talented. <laughs> oh, geez. hey Riff, and, and then you... it had sex with a bunch of old people. Yeah, the mm. swing, real swinger baby, real baby swinger. Ah, they call Paul Simon Baby Swinger. Riff, have you played any video games? Uh, well, I, I to start with, I read a book about video games. Ooh, what was it? The uh, Fangamer.net has a, so far, two-part series uh, called uh, The Legends of Localization. And the yeah. First, first book's all about Legend of Zelda, and I finished that one. And I'm about a third of the way through the second book, which is all about Earthbound. They're, re- huh. they're really good. I read, I read the first one a couple months ago. Yeah the, yeah, the Zelda one is pretty good. It Although I felt like it should have been like maybe a comic book in length. Oh. Yeah, and he, he kind of commented on that in the book that's like there's so little actual text in Legend of Zelda that he wasn't sure he could pat it out into an entire book length. It makes a lot more sense in the Earthbound one. But yeah, the, it's written by the guy that did the uh, the fan translation patch for Mother Three. So what um, he knows what he's. What language about. was the book originally written in? <laughs> uh, Portuguese, I think. Okay. Oh, I forgot. Actually, I played that EVO prequel. 
Um, oh, for the, the one for you the, were talking about having to hunt. Down yeah, the for the the, the yeah. fan translation of uh, forty six Okunin something Shinkaro something. Um, you put the instructions on how to play that in the notes. Oof. Uh, yeah. Do you actually know how you got it to go? Well. Yeah, I mean it. So come it was to Zach's like, house, and he'll have it be a PC set up for you. Well, it's on. It's in Dropbox. So I mean, I, I could. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I could. I could just make a zip and put it in the show notes. Um, yeah. So it, there's the fan translation patch, but I don't know if like, you know how sometimes you'll go to find an emulator for an old computer. And you will have, and they will say, "All right, in order for this emulator for this old computer to work, you need the boot ROMs for it, and right. we are not fucking telling you where to get those because we are not fucking criminals, goddammit. That really seems like what this fan translation community is like. They're like straight up, like it is impossible to find the actual ROM to apply these patches to." From from within, yeah, coming anyone from, like, who's talking about it, coming from Nesticle, every other console emulator seems to need the ROMs, and that was something that I was not expecting when I when I made that transition. I've only found it. Yikes! I've only found that to be the case with old computers, like a like well, a, like the the PlayStation has ROMs. Oh, I I never tried to emulate a PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. But yeah, so I guess there but, has to be some code that loads data off the CD, right? There was a there was an, a PlayStation emulator that I had for my uh, Mac laptop that just you put the PlayStation discs in the drive and it would play them. Yeah, and it would only work on I want to say thirty or forty percent of PlayStation games. But it was was this one of the commercial emulators? I mean, it was a thing that I purchased. Yeah, that was a short-lived phenomenon yes, that, that I thought was sure. really neat. But yeah, uh, and the discs look weird. I was surprised that like that they that the same kind of laser, like it was even the same kind of laser. I wasn't. Do you know what I mean? I didn't. I had. Yeah, I they were sure. like black CDs. Yeah, it was weird. Um, Did Riff go away? No, I'm have. still here. Okay. okay, you turned into a burst of static for a minute. Yeah. After the show, I went downstairs to my computer to edit the show, and there was a message from uh, Ben Burbank where he was like, oh, I found the ROM. Because he had had, he just had, he remembered on a disc at home a full set of PC-98 ROMs, <laughs> and he just pulled it out of there. And then also, like, after the episode came out, like, three or four people in the Video Games Hot Dog Slack, uh, which you can get into by being a Patreon backer at patreon.com slash VGHD. You can join uh, Vitamin Q and chat. Yeah. Uh, uh, a bunch of people sent me copies of it um, after I already Did they had it. it thank nice you to let me Google that for you. No, I like I both Ben and I tried for quite a while to find this by Googling it. And I don't I like he was like, I, I'm going to find this on a disc at my house instead of it's, on the Internet. That's always easier. Um, yeah, I mean, I like somewhere I have like a full set of NES and SNES ROMs, which is where I go for those ROMs right. now. Right. I mean, yep. it's not, uh, anyway, the, yeah, the, the EVO survival of the fittest, I think is the name of it. In in Japanese, it's like 4.6 billion year story. And so it's 46 Okunin. So an Okunin must be a hundred million years. Yeah. They have different, they don't do the like, dividing up. Yeah. Like yeah. So that's Western numbers do. Um, it's real, real grindy 2D 
RPG. Um, you start out as a fish, and there's this huge tree of different kinds of fish that you can turn into. Uh, but it's just JRPG tree combat. Tree of fish, huh? Yeah. 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 And then I got to the point where you're on land to start with, and that's my... Do you carry over traits from your fish self, or do you have to start sort of... You... I think that you do. You have, like, numeric stats. I don't really understand how this thing works. You you have numeric stats that you're moving out. You know those, um... That that kind of visualization that of of different of different vectors that doesn't make any sense really because it just it's like a spider web where each of the spokes on the spider web is like a different stat and so the graph is a different weird polygon based on the distributions of the different variables right it this is like that when you reach one of the extremities you evolve sometimes that means lateral evolution and sometimes it means evolution down the tree to a more advanced thing. And so far, the only difference that I can see is the there are a fixed number of special abilities that you get during combat that you can just do instead of attacking, many of which are just straight up way more effective than attacking. And each of the points of evolution has some subset of those abilities. Okay. Um, it doesn't seem to really have... The, the the combat boils down to just being incredibly simple. It's only ever against a single monster, and there's only really two stats that you care about. And so it's like I I doubt if I'm going to keep playing it past where I got to. Um, right. But it's neat that there's a prequel to a game that I really liked on a system that I had never heard of. And plus, now I can play all these weird anime girl strip poker games. I guess. Hooray! I'll have to get them from I'll have to get them from Ben. <laughs> It's got a full set of ROMs. Did you play anything after reading about video games, Riff? Uh, I played... Let's see. Uh, I finished Pokemon. Um, For good? Well, I I've, I collected one of everything that you can collect in uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon. So there's not a lot else to do in it. Um, Have you considered collecting two of everything that you can collect? <laughs> oh, and then I can launch an arc. <laughs> Um, I have to touch my phone again to see what the other thing I played was. Mostly this week I've been, uh, watching AGDQ. Oh, I played a game called Zip Zap that I saw about on Twitter. Have you guys seen huh. that? No, but, uh, what is it? It is a, uh, physics puzzler. It, each level is sort of a simple, uh, a simple play area constructed out of... Uh, it sort of looks like the beams from an old erector set, and they're hinged together in different ways. And there'll be like a white dot somewhere on the screen that you have to cause some element of the system to land on and remain touching for a few seconds to, to win the level. And each, each board has uh, a couple or more... Uh, red beams that are attached together with a sort of spring hinge and holding your finger down on the screen causes the spring to compress and then letting go causes it to release and so it's puzzles that revolve around like discovering the timing of presses and releases that you need to cause this object to spring itself into a certain part of the screen 
or maybe it's got a maybe it has a free swinging third beam hanging off of it so you have to manipulate it like a pendulum and 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 get the, its momentum going so that it goes all the way around so that it hits the dot or maybe there's a uh, maybe there's like a ball bearing in the system that you have to kick to a a certain area of the screen or things like that uh, but it's pretty interesting some of them get some of them get, <clears throat> some of them get pretty hard what platform is this on? iPhone. Huh. How do you spell zip zap? I'm searching for it and not finding it. Uh, Z-I-P space Z-A-P. Huh. That is not showing up anything. Hmm, weird. There's zip zag, zigzag. There's zigzag, zigzag boom, rolling sky, logos quiz, guess the most famous brands... Oh. Holy shit! I've never found anything I wanted to do less than that. <laughs> Guess the most famous brands. Oh yeah, oat. Oat, yeah. Uh, raisin. <laughs> Let me see. Total raisin. Let me pull I'm out. Up the app store here. Sorghum. iPad, not phone. Let's see if. Yeah, what does brand even mean? Oh, go to coloring book for adults. Huh, I, I'm yeah, going to search on, on the Android store. On my on my iPad, it just comes... Oh, huh. No, I guess it doesn't. Maybe it's not for oh, sale no, anymore. It was, it's a, it was like a page down, but it's here. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, so when I search for ZipZap, ZipZap is the probably 30th item in the list? Yeah. Well, heaven forbid they should put the thing you search for at the top of the list. I wonder if this is another thing called ZipZap that isn't even the right thing. So on the is it got Play kind Store, of red orange background and a yellow and white Z is the icon. Now it's got like a spaceship. No, so on the Play Store, ZipZap comes up as the first result by Philip Stolenmayer. Uh, but before that, there is ZipZap by Veeks, which is an ad, and it says "Try our great app." <laughs> huh? What is it? This What's is the, the app Philip called? ZipZap. Oh, they're both called ZipZap. One, one with a space. The world is fucking garbage, guys. Yep. You're just not realizing this? If you, yeah, you know, if you're trying to I know make, you've understood since November. If you're trying to make art, oh, Zip Zap, the, ad, the game with the ad, has 100 downloads. Nice. This looks like it's a zipper-themed racing game. Move colorful zip zippers to match them with pattern. Riff, that sounds way better than the game you played. <laughs> uh, how was AGDQ? What's good? Uh, you know, I've actually missed a lot of it, um, mm -hmm. but... Uh, yeah, I caught the end of the uh, Mario Sunshine race. Oh yeah, that was kind of cool. It was funny that it was happening at the same time that the whole Trump urine scandal happened <laughs> on Twitter. Oh, I I, I get it. Um, All right. Uh, what else have I been watching? Most of most of what I've most of what I've been watching has been stuff that I've not been particularly interested in because all the really cool stuff is like tomorrow. But so uh, the title of this game is Zip M Zap. Ah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Wait. The, so the, this the is we actually want. The, to play? Yeah. This is this is Philip Stolenmeyer's fault. <laughs> okay. On on Android. Oh, this one also has a hundred downloads. On Android, it's Zip Space Zap. So my my plan for AGDQ is to wait till it was done and then watch the vods that had the least transphobic comments on it. Yeah. You know, I was going to say that what you were describing sounded a lot like burger or pancake. <laughs> and this is that guy, right? 
wasn't sound, his name sounds familiar. wasn't Pancake Philip Stolenmeyer? I think so. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Maybe it says. Yeah, it I believe it. Believe it was. Oh, yes, it is. Good, good. Oh, he also has I... one called Burger that looks very similar. Yeah, it is. It's real good. Did you not play Burger? No. It's uh, it's kind of amusing the different kinds of things you can make burgers out of. Mm-hmm. As I recall. Yep. There's a lot of them. Uh, no, Burger's real good. Anyway, I can't buy this because the iTunes store doesn't work. Have you found recently that the iOS store just doesn't work about 90% of the time? Huh. Uh, Not really, but I've been bad. using it much. Like, it's a, often just completely unresponsive. I was having a hard time. Uh, I was op- I opened I tried to open a file in InDesign uh, today or yesterday, and it just did not recognize my hard drive. Uh, well, I don't think that's Apple's fault. Well, That's I, probably Apple's fault. I don't know. Like, it's... Nothing about my computer has fundamentally changed, so I don't. It's not like I upgrade. It's just getting old. Yeah, it's getting real old. Finder keeps quitting. Finder keepers, mm-hmm. losers, weepers. That's what I say. Finder keeps quitting. Losers weep shitting. That's what I always say. <laughs> All right. Now you need to keep saying that to make it true that you always say it. Finders keep. Finder keeps quitting. Loser weep shitting. Okay. Yeah. You say it three times fast in a mirror. And- yeah, and then <laughs> Bloody, oh, Bloody oh. Mary appears. <laughs> the, the weeping shitter appears. <laughs> so, so, Zach, when you, you bumped into the mouse earlier, and the, oh, the, shit. the, well, now it's not happening when I do it. Oh, there we go. This, this interface that uh, Idle Thumbs use for their um, live stream came up, and we could pretty easily i think start streaming on the itunes on, on the, on the idle thumbs, thumbs twitch channel yeah i'm sure we could but we're not jerks i'm just saying like this is our nuclear option <laughs> i'm nuclear option. i'm nick brecken Here's <laughs> and i'm jim souls it's where i get baked and play dark souls <laughs> now i kind of want to do that <laughs> <laughs> that has to be a thing that somebody does already probably if not You've, you you could be first to market. Mm-hmm. No, and I could really I could really do some good work spreading my classic catchphrase: "Finder keeps quitting, <laughs> loser weeps shitting." It's, it's a winner. <laughs> that's that's right up there with. Did you ever? Did mom ever have, have any kids that lived? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kevin, did you play any games? Uh, uh, on your recommendation, I played uh, through Return of the Zombie King. Oh, yeah. Uh, and enjoyed it quite a bit. It's uh, The level progression is like a little uneven, but in kind of a charming way, right? Like you'll you'll be heading along, and then you'll get to a level that's like... Eh, I gotta either get really, really good hard. at this or just grind a little bit. Well, even the grinding... Like at some point, I got to the point where I had all the upgrades, and I would get to these levels that were just really hard, and I was like, oh, like I kept... It's like, tip, buy more energy to like get... And I was like, I, I can't. I've bought all the energy... That's, that tip is no longer helpful. We're already pulled over. We can't pull over any further. <laughs> right. Uh, no, the officer is asking for a pullover because hmm. he's cold. I see. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, a lot of fun. It's, uh, I think I need to play some Super Mario Run now, now that I have finished. I like that game. Return of the Zombie King. Um, 
yeah, that's about that's about it. I've, I have continued to play a, you know a bunch of old games. Like Plants, what? Plants vs. Zombies. Oh, I, I played a game called Yeah Boy. Oh yeah, so did I. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it is pretty good. I I I, I realized. Weird. Mu- like much after I played it, I realized there was probably sound if I had turned the sound. Oh, up. oh there is! So, it is! It is! A yes. man yelling, "Yeah, boy!" Okay, the whole time you're playing. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. that's what I was <laughs> imagining. What you imagined it would be. Yeah, yeah. You were you were correct. I didn't understand that you could double jump, and I didn't understand that you were supposed to hit the things above and the tiny letters instead of avoiding them. Right. Yeah, so they're power ups. Mm. Like so. I, I'm pretty sure you couldn't double jump at first. You can. You can? You, the first, what the the power up that you get is triple jump. Okay. And then there's Do power keep... jump, and then there's low gravity. And you, but you don't retain power ups between plays, right? Uh, you don't. But you can stack them. I think. Okay. So what I was confused by, I had thought that. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, pl- 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 Why well, right into on the, the mic? Phone? I guess that makes sense. You should start it over. I lost with 159 eyes on my boy. Huh, Does it say that like gross. the re- high record is like 164? Yeah, it always says that your <laughs> your score is five off from the the. the yeah, highest. it just tells you. That's pretty funny. Yeah. Are you gonna start it over? For I the, did, for and it? it's not making any sound this time. Oh no! Oh no! Oh well. Refresh the page. Yeah. Reboot your phone. <laughs> Try switching distros. 218 eyes on my boy. Try recompiling the kernel. Oh, I should. I hate the kernel with its wee beady eyes. (laughs) Oh, you're going to run my software. (laughs) That Morrissey song, Panic in the Kernel. Try switching to Firefox. On my phone? Yeah. They don't make that. Do they not make Firefox? They do on Android. Oh, I don't know. I guess that might. I never looked. Why would I? Safari rules. I occasionally use Chrome to like with if I need ten more stories from the New York Times <laughs> for the month. Uh Ghostery makes a browser oh, that, that has like ad blocking and, and tracker blocking huh. on your phone, which I like. It it also has some weird usability issues like apps that try to do something special with a URL, Ghostery just like fucks that up entirely, so yeah, I run into that sometimes with it just like, oh, here's this thing that did. Also, often if like a website just doesn't work, I will turn off Ghostry and then it will work. Yep. <laughs> like, because things like, we're not going to let you put in your zip code for this pizza delivery until you, I don't know, like let us install a Facebook tracker and RAM and. Right. Yeah, whatever. Well, are we ready to talk about the assignment? Sure. I am. The Swindle. When did this come out? Last year? I think so. It's a procedurally generated uh, Steam slash cyberpunk heist, heist, heist platformer. Yeah, it's, it's like a stealth burglary. 2D platformer. Yeah. It's very. It's like a proc gen Mark of the Ninja. Yeah. yeah. Ish. Or like Gunpoint without the rewiring. Right. There's hacking, but it's not systemic in the same way. Oh, yeah, I yeah. guess it is pretty gunpoint derivative, <clears throat> like the with the way their windows break and stuff. And gunpoint was crazy. Par- your catapult pants, hundred <laughs> percent design. There was no procedure. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Okay. And same with Mark of the, Mark of the Ninja, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah th- it was an interesting choice, and it resulted in like levels that 
whether a part was difficult was uh, the, the difficulty of any given level is wildly variable given how how the random number random number generator um given how the generation turned out it was uh I, I think that was a problem yeah like in fact i think i ran into levels that were just unsolvable there, well there were... well it depends on what you mean by solving it right because it's just like there's an amount of money here and you have to collect it and i think eventually you get tools for destroying terrain sure yeah do you well, I, so I know there's a system for it because if a mine blows up, like if you fuck up the hacking minigame on a mine every single time and every time you run into a mine, it just <laughs> blows up instead of you getting past it, uh, it destroys blocks around it. I see. Okay, um, so, the, so the terrain is destructible, but you don't have those tools to begin with. I, there's also some sort of teleport skill that you, that you might allow you to yeah. teleport. There's a lot of upgrades and they're really, really expensive. Yeah. Like, it seems like the curve on this is way off. It, so this game has apparently, like, the way I read it was that you have a hundred days to do whatever the goal of the game is. Right. The final mission. Yeah. And each attempt uh, at, a, at a heist is one day. Right. Um, which is actually a really neat way to structure a roguelike. Like, it gives, there, you, have, you have a bunch of, uh, you know, opportunities to fail but also like everyone feels like it counts so i like that structure a lot um i i ended up having to like grind the first heist and this might just be how the game works i thought that was a tutorial level so it seemed weird but maybe maybe it still is a tutorial level but it keeps teaching you new things as you go through it five or six times yeah it does get harder the more of them the more times you've done it the harder it gets whether you succeed or not which i think is also kind right. of a rough yeah um and then the first time i tried the second level like every door was locked and i didn't have yep. a didn't way have the upgrade to... to unlock doors yep yep so yep that's uh, where yeah, i got to i, I okay. sped through i sped through to the second tier of levels and was I? I wasn't super surprised by how much harder they were than the first tier levels. Um, I'm really curious what the subsequent tiers are like. Yeah, because there's like three or four more tiers. A lot of people complained about the controls. I found it a little annoying and was constantly sticking to walls that I didn't intend to stick to. But, but it was overall not that. Bad. No, I think it, the main problem that I see with it is that the character is way too large relative to the environment. Yeah. So it's hard to move around in a hallway because you're the width of the hallway. So it's still like your collider is not that big, but it was like really important to them to get this art in there. And they, it, I don't know. I think I would have avoided having completely discrete, uh, disconnected sections in the first tier or two of levels i would have avoided single block width areas that have guards bouncing back and forth in them because they're effectively impossible to to deal with yeah i also couldn't see every once in a while i'd be running down a hallway and my guy would just stop and i wouldn't understand why and it was like oh right there's a door that's the same color as the background Yeah. yeah like that seemed a little off Being able and I also just, couldn't really distinguish between the sight cones on the guards and the computers that you were supposed to hack so there was no way to just glance at the screen and tell where the high value prizes were this game is really 
charming in its presentation and I like yeah. the way that it looks and I like the idea of it a lot. I, I think don't... I would have been really into it if it hadn't like the, I, I think I wouldn't have cared about the, the levels being so weird in the first couple of zones. If you hadn't gotten such a significant bonus for getting all the m- money out of a level. Right. Oh, I didn't right. realize that you I, did I never get did that. that so oh, yeah, so you get 750 additional dollars for getting all the money on a level. They call, I don't remember what they call it. They, they call it like ghosting the level or something. It was it's a it's a weird term for what it is. Yeah, you would think ghosting would mean like doing that Never without being seen. Be, without being seen. Yeah. yeah, and that doesn't. They don't care whether. I mean, they don't care if you like didn't interact with the guards or whatever. I think I don't think you get it if that you set up an alarm. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but you have to have gotten all the money. But sometimes you literally can't get the money, and I, that shouldn't that shouldn't count. You don't count as having a, it being a successful heist. Yeah. Either, if you don't get all the money. Yeah, and I was just like, "Well, you're not like you were literally creating impossible scenarios." And that you was just need more upgrades. Well, or maybe there's like a sewer you don't know about or something. I don't think so. But yeah, I, like I spent a lot of time trying to find weird secret doors or something because like I was like, "This can't be the way that these levels are designed." But I like that just doesn't seem like there is anything. There were definitely also configurations where that really required like significant platforming skills to get mm-hmm. get to get high as high as you needed to be. And like I don't know if that was like certainly the the platforming controls in this game are not, you know, as good as a super meat boy. Sure. Uh and I don't know if I don't know if it was intended to be like a to be that difficult or if I was just going in a direction that wasn't intended but it was also like the only way I could go it's also hard to tell what's intended in a proc gen level right yep. like that's true it's... I thought that like there were some touches that were cool like the sight cones blocked by doors but not by windows so you had to be careful yeah getting into buildings you couldn't just sort of wait for the guard to turn around outside a a window I didn't really understand how breaking windows worked. It seemed like there was to hit it like four times multiple stages of being broken. Yeah, yeah. I had before yeah, you could get through. I was it. confused by that too. And the fact that the guards don't ever care about broken windows or like seeing seeing other, guards, other dead guards, right, yeah. yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's like, that's, was, that's huge. Narrative. And like basically every other stealth game, like having to hide dead guards is super important. I mean, I'm glad yep. that you don't have to sure. in this yeah. um and i mean they're like it's, it's probably it probably becomes different as you get weird. higher well, it, higher levels or like whatever. the way the health stealth is handled in this game it basically becomes the same as it's a game where somebody will hit you if you go in front of them but you have two hit points yeah i guess that's true like being detected after being detected oh, sure. means you die Spikes killing you in one hit is pretty frustrating. Oh, yeah, or like dying from falling too far. Yeah. That was. Yeah, that was an obnoxious. And not knowing how far that's supposed to be. Right. Makes me want to play Gunpoint again. Yeah. I, I mean, makes I, me want to play more of this game. But it makes me want to play a version of this game that has the Spelunky physics engine. Oh. Hmm. But is designed like this. I mean, I, like, Spelunky is so good in the way that it's designed and the way that it feels that I wouldn't mind a game that felt like that, but had just like a grindy exploitative design. 
in a different, slightly different objective than yeah. trying to get to hell or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. The stealth thing is kind of neat. I like I like that a lot. I want Spelunky mods, and not Froslunky. That doesn't count. Why not? Because it's not. It's just more of the Spelunky. <laughs> it, well, yeah. I mean, it, the way that it changes the rules. To, like, well, I don't know. I guess it lets you do custom levels now. But what's what's Froz? Froz it's Lunky? like a memory resident program that lets you fuck up Spelunky. That's really neat. Now, there's yeah. one of those for Binding of Isaac as well. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's the the way that I primarily used Froslunky was to play Hard Lunky, which okay. was it just messed with a single probability, which was the probability of something spawning in a space. So what that meant was that there were just like thirty times as many enemies and spikes. <laughs> And also, like, items buried. So, like, if you could survive long enough to get the Wajet or the Udjet Eye, you could then basically get everything that you needed out of the ground in that level once you knew where it was. Right. Um, and That's you could also, like, you would usually get bombs by bombing the ground. <laughs> so, was, <laughs> I don't actually know that that's true, but, um, but they're also just, like, bats and spiders everywhere. And it's real hard. I want to play that. That sounds cool. It, it is. It's fun. I never got, like, past, like, the first jungle level. Sure. In it. But there's gradations on it. Like, you can play medium monkey, which is like that, but not quite <laughs> as not quite as turned all the way up. Right. Uh, what's our next assignment, Jim? Uh, we're going to play Insanity, which is one of the uh, inspirations for Frog Fractions 2. Hmm. It's a text mode game where you're running around a maze and weird shit happens made in 1989 by new era software um and you can find it you know it's 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 playable in your browser on archive.org that version of the game has a uh shareware restriction which is that you get kicked out of the game after dying once which is really punishing um when i was a kid i played a version that has a time limit instead which is a much better way to play the game. Um, and I don't know this for sure, but I th- it looks like the one on myabandonware.com is that version. So I'm going to see if I can nail that down before the show goes up. It would be cool if there was a way to buy the I, registered version I, I of would, it. I would love to pay it, for this game. If there is not, it would be cool if there was a way to steal the registered version <laughs> yeah, of this. Or, yeah, that would also be pretty cool. Um, we'll try. We'll try and track it down. If you don't mind, actually looking for that before you go tonight, oh, yeah. do you have a computer okay. here, and then and then I can, um, see if I can put it in the show notes. I might I, have I something that could do it. Let's see. Okay. A device. An object. An object. You could also just use my laptop if you want. That would do it. Yeah. Let's do that. Um, don't look in any of the folders. Okay. <laughs> you can look in the folders if you want. I have nothing to hide. Okay. Now look for your DOSBox installation. Okay. Um, guys, you know who this episode of Video Games Hot Dog was brought to you by? Was it our to Patreon backers? It was our Patreon backers, Riff. Oh, oh, I was going to guess it. Zach and Riff and Jim and Kevin. Huh. That too. Okay. I back us on Patreon, don't you? No. <laughs> hmm. the, the, Cash the, only flows one way over here. The, hmm. the, the scheme where you give yourself money minus 10%. Minus Patreon's cut, yeah. Yep. That's cool. It's you know you wanna you wanna give the Patreon people you know the payment for their services. It's just <laughs> That's a right, tip you're for backing existing. their Patreon. 
Yeah. yeah, once West of Loathing is on Steam, um, we're going to all payroll is going to be switched to just buying additional copies of West of Loathing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man, that's going to be pretty good. <laughs> you should put it on itch. Gabe's going to love us. Oh, yeah, then we can leave a tip. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this is still the case, but I remember when this feature launched, when the feature of itch taking a cut of your sales launched. Um, itch set it to be a slider, so you could set it to give as many as much of your whatever percentage of your sales that you wanted to itch, which is I thought was really cool. That's nice. I mean, that's kind of the way Humble operates, except they don't give you a slider. No, well, yeah, they, they do. They do for the bundles. Well, you're thinking you're, so they don't you, give the the say, the game person a slider. Yes, they don't give the 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 person publishing the game a slider. Yeah, they give the buyer a slider. Right. Right. It's like pay what you want, but for the developer. Itch seems pretty good. I like them. I've never gone there to find games. Maybe I should. They've got a uh, their their own uh, application, like Steam like library thing is pretty good. Cool. What's pretty it called? Good. Is it Gog Galaxy? Uh, it's Itch something or other. I don't remember. I think it's just Itch. You know who this episode of Patreon is brought to us by? Itch. Video games itch. <laughs> Scratch. The thousand you know year this episode of itch. Chad is brought to us by? Not knowing whether you scratch an itch or itch a scratch. Doug Patreon. And the letter Q. You want to know who the letter Q is brought to you by? The letter R. Vicodin. Do you want to know who Vicodin is brought to you by? Pfizer. Carrot Top the Comedian. Oh, okay. that makes sense, because he's a Viking. Only when he sleeps. Guys, I've had a great time recording this episode of Video Games Hot Dog with you, and I hope we do it again real soon. And listeners, I hope you'll join us. And until you do, you will. Okay. <laughs> okay. I Be will. Good. Bye, everybody. Good, good night. Later. <laughs>also so one other thing that my dad used to say was did your mother have any children that lived which i know is a common like insult i don't get it i don't get it i don't get what it's supposed to be implying that you're a zombie maybe or that you that your mother miscarried and resulted in you that you're adopted hi riff hello yeah i I think the idea is that you are dead yeah, but that's not funny. Yeah, it's right. Not really funny. <laughs> like it's that would not, be very it's, sad. <laughs> it's not very. It's not. It's not even insulting. Yeah, it's not like I it's just confusing. I agree. I agree. See, this is why we're friends. <laughs>